This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. Welcome to episode 138, where we love Lainey Wilson. We love Lainey Wilson, and there's so much going on. Oh, what a week. It's been a week. Uh, By the way, Lainey Wilson is a country singer. She is not a hockey player, and Breezy and I are... Wearing matching shirts, for those of you who are not watching, we both went to her concert. We will recap some more of that at the end of the episode. So if you don't care about that, um, you can just stop listening at the end of the episode. So we'll talk hockey first. But we're wearing her matching tour shirt. Yes. Yeah. And it was... Well, it was what We're we, matching. Yeah, we I mean, it. we both have the tour shirt. Mm-hmm. That wasn't correct what I said. Yeah. Tour shirt. Obsessed. Love it. Yes. She's so good. But we'll save that. We'll save that. We'll okay, save what that. do you want to start with? Um, well, we had a trade this week. The first of many, I feel like, are going to be coming here. So Vladimir Tarasenko, longtime St. Louis Blue, has been traded to the Rangers. And he scored two minutes and 49 seconds into the game. The chemistry was already there. Wild. Wasn't it his first shot of the game? Like his Something first like that, yeah. shot on goal as a Ranger and he scored, which yeah. is bananas. And him and Panarin, just from the little bit of interaction I've seen of them in the in the locker room, you know, via social, you can tell that they are like bros. They're vibing. And this is yeah. gonna be a tough line to, to yeah. compete against. Oh yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So fun. He's, he's it was a good move for the Rangers, for sure. Yeah, and he's been wanting out of St. Louis for a while. I think he did a trade request, was it two seasons ago? And then I think he like was holding out because they were like talking about trading him, and then they didn't, and then he was like wishy-washy. Um, but but he, he, he got it out, and he went to a team that I think he's really going to benefit from, and the team is going to benefit from him too. So cool. That I was, was like, super I love when trades work out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like I have to comment because it's relevant. It is relevant. But I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole. So don't worry. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there has been a rumor that Patrick mm-hmm. Kane wanted to go to the Rangers. And he said when asked about it that he was, quote, disappointed mm-hmm. uh, that. They already made their move, and apparently Kane has said that he was waiting until closer to the deadline, which is March 3rd, Mm -hmm. right? Trade deadline, March 3rd, and so that can be problematic if you wait until the deadline because teams are not afraid to make moves beforehand, like we've just seen here, like this. And the Mm -hmm. other rumor that I saw, and I'm not entirely sure if it's validated, but apparently Kane has a really bad hip injury that he's been playing with for several seasons. 
and is in likely need of some kind of surgery is what I would guess. So if he's not in peak health, why on earth would the Rangers pick him up if he can't play at the top level? Like the Rangers are going for cups. Like they've been building this team and Mm -hmm. I get their move for sure. I don't, gosh, I don't really want to see obviously Kane anywhere else, but um, I don't think Kane should be that surprised, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you're going to kind of hold out and see what offers are coming or if you're not ready to make a move yet, people can't wait for you. Uh, that's just what it is, what it is, no matter how good you are. Like, you can't – I mean, look at the Chikrin situation. Like, he was kind of holding out, seeing what he wanted to do. He's probably going to be traded. Uh, I think that's kind of set in stone at this point. Um, but, I mean, he was holding out to try to see what he was going to get, and then he never got moved. I, I, again, I don't want to make predictions, but I just would say that I wouldn't be surprised if Kane goes nowhere at the trade deadline. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't waive his, his trade clause. I don't think anybody's going to offer him something that he's super thrilled about unless they offer him a really long contract with a sick amount of money, despite him having an injury. Um, But also I would be interested to see what the Blackhawks are going to offer him too. So I don't think he's going anywhere. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Because you're not going to make any more comments on that. No, that's it. Yep. I had to, I had to, because this was one of the big rumors that was being tossed around and he had comments. So I felt I had to comment. But let's talk about Mm -hmm. somebody else on the Rangers, Panarin, who we briefly mentioned. He had an incredible game this weekend. He did. He did. He scored four goals uh, last night, which would have been Saturday night. Um, Pretty wild. There was another four-goal game that happened. Uh, Adrian Kempe for the Kings. We'll we'll touch on that in a a couple minutes here. But On the same night. On the same night, four goals. Something's in the air. Yep. Something's yep. in the air. Mm-hmm. Kempe scored four goals. Panarin. Uh, clearly something is working in New York and Los Angeles as of late mm-hmm. after the all-star break. I wanted to talk about also um, just left my brain. There was something. Oh, 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 I got it. About the Kings game last night against the Penguins. Penguins, yeah. Oh, so that would have been Saturday night. Okay, mm-hmm. we have to talk about Sidney Crosby for a second. Ejected from the game. Ejected. Ejected Sydney from Crosby. the game. He was I, mad. I know, but I meant to look up to see how many times he's been ejected from a game. And I feel like the number is probably very, very low. Probably, but he he's also an emotional player, I think. Yes. Don't quote me, but I think I was watching another game where he was also ejected from the game because he didn't, obviously he didn't agree with the refs. That's the, the reason why you get ejected from the mm-hmm. game. Why am I even talking? Duh. Um, <laughs> but I want to say I've seen it only happen one other time. Crosby's uh, 
specifically? The 18-year veteran, this is according to KHON2.com, it was his first ever career ejection. Oh. 18 flipping years, and the guy's never been ejected from a game until he gets to Los Angeles. However, did you see the hit? Did you watch the hit from your Kings? I did, I know this is going to be hard for you, but like... He freaking cross-checked him just standing yeah. there. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a penalty. And he, he I forget who it was on your team. Some Anderson and, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, Mike Whoever, Anderson, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Anderson. He literally just, Crosby is just standing there. He's not doing anything. And Anderson just cross-checks him. He goes down because he's not expecting it. And there's another Kings player who's like seconds away. It's like he timed it. To hit Crosby down while the other player was coming and toppled over him, and he was pissed. I mean, you can't be mad at Sydney for being pissed at that. No. Like that was ridiculous no. and completely uncalled for. And then, like, that's how bad injuries can happen. And like, what the hell? But I don't know why they tossed him because he was like cursing up a storm. I know he was doing that kind of all game. I think Sydney was, um, yeah. but on that play to toss him, I don't. I don't agree with. Yeah, Where I think it was, just a, it was a really emotional night, I think, in, in both both teams' points of view, I, I suppose. Um, also, we need to make a comment that the Kings, we're going to, I'm going to make a comment on the entire night. However, okay. it was such a late game that I feel so bad for Penn's fans who are trying to watch it on the East yeah. coast because like it was, it was already delayed so much. And I'm sitting here and it's like, I'm like looking at my watch. I'm like, it's like eight 15 and it hasn't started yet. That it was supposed to start at seven 30. So I'm like, Oh my God, this, this absolutely sucks. But um, you got to think about it. like, you're in a way, you're in a way team. Your, your game, you're already kind of, you know, going through it with being not at home. Yeah. Then you have a, a ceremony, an emotional ceremony before before the game. Some of your players are a part of the ceremony because, well, one player. Carter, right? Yeah, Jeff Carter. Yeah. Because it was Dustin Brown's but, retirement, which we will comment on in a minute. But just for yes. those who don't know. I have to get myself together before I can make a comment on that. Okay, um, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, but and then you have, so the game's now delayed. And then it's kind of, I think people were kind of just like all over the place. And then the Kings are absolutely smacking the crap out of your team. Like you're going to get emotional. You're going to start saying things. You're going to, I mean, the Kings, they were playing good and they were playing a little scrappy. It was, but you have to, when you play against the pens, I mean, pens are the pens, right? So um, and the Kings are always a little bit scrappy just in general. I feel like that's a little bit of the vibe of the team and how they kind of play, at least yeah. like on a defensive side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So last night, with Mikey Anderson, um, I think I ended up like looking away. So I didn't see like the entire thing happening. So I was like, oh my God, like what's happening? Um, I don't know. I, I just think sometimes you need to play like that, like to get, to get the, the crowd going the the team buzzing but when it comes to the point where it could potentially hurt somebody that's not good no and that's what we always stand for so yeah exactly uh no and then i think sid's even something's going on because 
there penguins are on a west coast swing right now uh so mm-hmm. they played in anaheim a couple days ago and he got into it with trevor zegris because yeah. zegris fired a puck af- at the net after the whistle was called which is dangerous you're not supposed to do that and sitting out mad and he shoved zegris which I'm, or i don't remember what he did but he was having words with him and i support that choice from sydney because like Zegers can't just be like lollygagging around pretending that he's like still in his backyard, like shooting pucks and being a knucklehead, you know? I mean, we like Zegers here, but also like you're in the NHL and like, you can't do that. And it takes a veteran to kind of put you in their place. So I support that, but I, I think something's going on. Obviously Sydney is very frustrated. He, mm-hmm. The team is not performing the way they want to and are probably not where they want to be right now in the standings. And so, as you said, he's a little bit of an emotional, uh, he, he's an emotional player, which you want, uh, but clearly the Penguins are having a tough time. Right? Yeah. And so is Sydney. But our, our hearts go out to you, Sid, because we yeah. support you here on this podcast. We do. And it's okay to be emotional because I am also emotional. Are you going to cry on the podcast for the first time? I've cried um, on this podcast. Are you, you going to You've cried a lot I've cried on the podcast. multiple times. You have. Um, <laughs> you know, and the only things that really, like, get me are, are Dustin Brown. Because <laughs> I All think right. the last time I was emotional, it had to do with him announcing his I'm retirement. I'm sorry. Hold the phone. My phone is ringing in my hotel room. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah, the last time I was a little uh, emotional on the pod had to do with Dustin Brown's announcement of him retiring. Um, dang, what a freaking night that was. I was texting or DMing Mikey, our mm-hmm. good friend Mikey from the pod. Um, the in arena that, host for the LA Kings. Yeah, in arena mm-hmm. host for the LA Kings. He had posted that he was super emotional, that he he lost it a few times. And he goes, I'm a Libra. What do you expect? And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like watching it like with my my sister and brother-in-law because there's it's the only TV that has like direct TV and that's the only TV I can watch games on sometimes. And like my lip is like quivering because like I got to hold it together. And I'm like hiding behind like my solo cup and I'm like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And I'm like, oh, this... <laughs> Um, and I was like, I, I'm an Aries. I, I just don't cry. So that's, that's also fun, but it was a tough night. It was a tough one to get through. It was super emotional. You had Rob Scuderi, Matt Green, Jake Muzzin, Kyle Clifford, Alec Martinez, all, all there. Obviously Jeff Carter was there. Jared Stoll came down and he, he was hanging out. Um, if you didn't watch it, if you're not a Kings fan, I understand. But if you're just like a hockey fan in general, pull it up and just watch it like Dustin Brown does like a 15 minute speech and it's an incredible speech um but to hear the stories these guys have and you got to think Jake Muslin and Kyle Clifford play for the Toronto Maple Leafs they're both injured they came down Alec Martinez is currently with the Golden Knights he's injured he's he was in LA um for the fact that these guys came back to celebrate Brown for all of his achievements and for getting his number retired that one is incredible it just kind of speaks volumes about who brown is right but they did 
like a video clip of like all the hits Brown has done. Whoa. He had like over three, it was like over 3,000 hits through his entire career. Wild. And these hits were incredible. Like I'm talking like, oh, I can't even, I can't even do it. Anyway, great time. They were reliving the Stanley Cup wins. And I think it brought me back to like, just like the time in my life when like, you know, the 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014 cup wins. And I think Brown stood for more than just like a, a leader for the Kings and the franchise. Like I think for, as like a Kings fan during that time, like for me personally, like it was, um, I think I was going through like things in my life that were kind of hard to navigate. And like, as stupid as it sounds, like, I feel like Brown, like was like my leader too. Like, Cause it kind of gave me like an escape to like watch Kings games, you know? And I think that's what Brown has done for a lot of Kings fans. So I think that's why we're so like emotionally invested into him specifically. So it was just kind of a, it was a crazy, like I'm still like reliving it. It's, it's wild. Um, and then the Kopi had him take his coat off and put his Jersey on one more time and stand in this little X and they brought the Stanley Cup out for him to hoist over his head one last time. Wow. Chills, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that was crazy. I don't even know how to, how to describe it, but um, it was such a good ceremony. It was so good. And then they win the game, six to nothing. How do you top that? You don't. You don't. That's the top. You don't. That's it right there. But it looked like when the cup was walked, because he didn't know that the cup was there and that he, he was going to be doing that. So they surprised him with it. And when he saw the cup handlers walking it out, it looked like he looked at Drew and was like, do I touch it? Like, what do I? <laughs> right. <laughs> what am I supposed but he to did. do with this? <laughs> but he did. He he did it. And you can tell that he got pretty emotional. I, I think he started crying when he when he lifted it over his head. Um. And when you see hockey players get emotional, that's when you start to like lose it. So I was like, hold. (laughs) This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by...
Well, our friend Mikey cried. He said like three or four times, like you said. So it's yeah. totally normal. It's okay to cry. It's okay. It's one of the most cathartic ways to process grief and sadness and loss. And it's yeah. okay. It is okay. Can you tell I listened to a podcast about trauma and grief and loss in the last 24 hours? I did. Yeah, maybe a little bit, but I had to bring home a little bit of history and I mm -hmm. did get the, uh, the Dustin Brown sweatshirt. Nice little, nice little guy. So yeah, it's good. Listen, I think all of us hockey hockey player all of us hockey players can relate to you breezy <laughs> yeah all of us hockey fans can relate to you when you say it brings you back to that time in your life where you were at and how much being a fan really helped you and I think mm-hmm. we all have certain moments as fans where yeah. that's happened and it and it brings us back to that time and to those feelings and those emotions and even the losses like cup losses and the cup wins and you know just being able to overcome some of those things it's just so reflective of our own lives right we all have our lows we all have Mm -hmm. our highs we all have our really tough moments um and then when you have those really great moments it's you know it makes everything worth it and I think hockey and sports in general are just such a reflection of our own lives. And I think that's why us fans get just as emotional as Sidney Crosby. Exactly. You know, because it's, uh, we live, we, we see ourselves in them in certain ways and, and yeah, it's, uh, yeah, but you just don't want to end up so emotional that you are the Dallas Stars fan, I believe, who just sucker <laughs> oh punches God. the kid in the ridiculous mullet that is he had. Uh, we don't need to be that guy. We don't need to be that guy. No, we don't. Not at all. I think he was a Stars fan. Probably not. I don't know. I can't tell. But either way, the guy who sucker punched the kid with the mullet we don't need to be doing that. And we also don't need to be the guy behind the kid who did absolutely nothing and just stood there and watched. So like, but I don't also don't think we need to be either. the kid either. Who's like up in arms. Right. I mean, I don't know what the kid was even mad about. I don't know either. Who knows? Who knows what he said? Either way. Look at the guy. You don't need to punch the guy. He already like, he, he looks you don't need to punch the kid in the with the mullet in the head. He's already living life like a goober. So just like let him keep making a fool of himself, you know? Like Oh man. That's not like a real that's come on. He's doing that for attention. He's not doing that because he thinks it's cool. So clearly you don't want to feed into that guy. You just Yeah. Don't Remember give him how... Yeah. Remember how last week we said that we were gonna like find a word and like say it as many times as we possibly could in an episode yep we didn't pick one but you did just say goober and knucklehead at least once in this episode and i'm gonna let the fans know that it was neither one of those words <laughs> it's neither one of those words no we didn't uh, pick a word. we shoot we did not pick a word that's okay we'll do we'll do it and we'll do it next week yeah next week we'll, we'll do a word but uh, anyway that's yeah my thoughts on that there you go uh but you're in nashville right now and i'm really upset about it because i really (laughs) want to be in nashville (laughs) okay 
So the last time I was here, I drove. So I didn't go to the airport, obviously. And mm -hmm. I, the time before that, it's been like five years since I've been here. And I got off the plane and I was like. Because they read at the airport, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in the wrong place. I did not get on a plane to Nashville. Where the hell am I? <laughs> and they, oh man, the airport is very nice. Very nice. They've done a I wonderful been job. haven't since they've done it either all like local spots there was like stair stages in the restaurants there was live mm -hmm. music i mean they always had live music but it's definitely yeah. like a more elevated experience i'm going to the game monday nights where the predators are taking on the arizona coyotes and your first preds game at bridgestone my first preds game get to check off a new uh, new arena off of my mm -hmm. list I get to experience a new fan base. I mean, I've heard a lot, as have everybody who listens yeah. to this podcast, and I'm ready to experience Sorry. it myself, and I think it's going to be an awesome time. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my work schedule, I'm here for work trips, so my schedule has actually worked in my favor, where I get to sneak in a hockey game and I don't have to be up at the butt crack of dawn the following day uh to work so it's great I'm very excited I'm very happy to be here I I, I like this city everybody walking around is wearing cowboy boots and fringe and bling and hats and and the works and it just country music is blaring everywhere I'm singing along as I walk it just makes me feel good can't you can't be in a bad mood here if you like country music are you going to go to the Grand Ole Opry? Have you been? Did you go last okay. night? You saw wait, Megan Maroney? Wait, wait, hold the phone. Okay, this has to do, you're going to be just as upset as I am when I tell you this. Okay. I looked at Lainey Wilson's remaining tour dates because mm -hmm. uh, I was talking to a friend and I was like, where else is she playing? And where else could we go see her again? Or where else could I go see her again? And I pull up her schedule online. And sure enough, the schedule I'm looking, looking, it says she's playing at the Opry. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I happen to look at the date. Do you want to know what date she's playing at the Opry? Tomorrow night. Tuesday night, the one night I'm working during the entire concert of Opry is the entire work event I am here for to do. And I cannot go. And see no. her perform at the Opry. No. I have never been to the Opry. I could have seen Lady Wilson at the Opry. And I cannot mm. go. Well, if it makes you feel better, you saw a better show when you saw her there. Because at the Opry, they only play like three songs. Yeah. But Which it's still is... like you're close, the acoustics, like you're sitting in the church pews. Like it is an experience. I'll give you that. It broke <laughs> my heart just a little bit. Yeah, I wish I would have known where you were because, or well, I knew you were in Nashville. I wish I, I should have told you last night to go to the Opry because uh, Megan Maroney was there. It was her Opry debut. Oh. So it been real cool. I could have gone too. Last night I could have gone. Dang it. Dang it. And I could go tonight, but I don't think anything's happening because it's, you know, that football thing is happening tonight. So I doubt anything's happening. Oh, yeah. It might be. I don't know. They kind of do... I don't know. I really don't know. Speaking of that football thing, I have a bone to pick with all the social media teams. Per usual, I always have something that upsets me on this podcast. 
Why are the only thing I care about? Joe Burrow. He's he's not in it, but I'm still wearing this today. I think you should. It is Super Bowl Sunday. We're doing Joe Burrow today, and that's all that matters. It's right here. Why are my outfit that I'm wearing tonight? Why are all the social media teams of the NHL asking NHL players who do they think is going to win the Super Bowl? I don't give a flying you know what about what NHL players think about who's going to win. Why do I care about that? I'm not watching that video. I don't care. I don't care what they think. I don't care. Why do I care what they think about that? I care about like. Do care? No, they don't. No, they don't. Okay. Okay. No, they don't. Do I, I mean, care what Patrick Kane, who he thinks might possibly win the Super Bowl? No. 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 But I think and if you're all... like uh, in the blue, like St. Louis Blues and like the Flyers, probably like their predictions because like their respective teams are playing each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the the answer 90% of the time is going to be the hometown team, obviously. And why true. do I need to watch this? Unless a player is from one of those cities or is like besties with Patrick Mahomes, like he's not saying the other team. And this is a waste of my time. And why is this the default? I don't care. Ask the players, like, where are they watching the Super Bowl? Are they going to be on yeah. the plane? Do they have satellite? Are they traveling? Because like a lot of the the play, the there they have games today in the morning and the afternoon, early afternoon before the Super Bowl. It's like I want to know where are you watching. Um, do you care? Are you even going to watch it? Um, maybe like that's it. But that's like at the bare minimum. Like those are the questions I would have preferred to have answers to, as opposed to like, you know. Or like, what's the craziest Super Bowl party you've been, ever been to? They probably haven't because they're always playing hockey. And then they got to play a game the next day. It's just not like they're going out and raging and watching the Super Bowl like the rest of us humans. Please, please ask something else. Please. Like, don't ask, like, who's going to win the NBA? No. Are you going to no. watch the Super Bowl party or a Super Bowl game today? I'm going to watch the Rihanna concert today. In your hotel room? Are you going to a bar? Are you going somewhere? Fun fact. I don't know yet. I mm. watched the Super Bowl when the Eagles won back in 2017 in Nashville <laughs> in 12 South with our good friend Tracy, Tracy of the pod, um, Tracy Star, for anybody who doesn't know who I'm talking about. Uh, we were in Nashville for the dad's trip uh, when the right. Kings played, and we watched the Super Bowl. We were at an Italian restaurant called Mafazio's in 12 South. They have really good pizza, by the way. If anybody's there, uh, I'd go there. Um, yeah, we watched it. I watched the Eagles win. So I'm hoping that the Eagles are going to win today. Not that it matters because Joe's not in it. Um, just a fun fact. Fun fact. It's like yeah. our, we're like our, lives are in a parallel universe or something yeah like right five now. years apart yeah it's kind of weird it's kind it of it is it is really weird actually speaking of especially dads, because of the i was gonna say especially because of the seat locations that we were texting about i think i'm probably sitting in the exact seat that at bridgestone that breezy sat in when she was here i was like breezy, where do trip. i sit for that trip i'm like where do i sit you know um so yeah so 
Yeah. And then I sent her a picture. I was like, wait a second. I think this is that exact section in that exact row <laughs> that I sat in. Yeah. I don't know where um, I'll be watching. Guess what? Nobody listening to this podcast gives a you know what about where I'm watching the Super Bowl. They don't true. care. We talk about hockey. It's true. And so we should probably stop this five minute rant about the Super Bowl. Sometimes concerts at the end. Okay, I have one more one more hockey thing. The Anaheim Ducks did their dad's trip. Mm-hmm. They they had their dad's trip. Yeah. I gotta tell you, I looked at all the dads in all the photos they posted, and there wasn't one hunky dad. Really? Not even Zegers's dad? I didn't I didn't see a single picture with Zegers and his dad. Hmm. Interesting. I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, eh, maybe. But there was no standouts, let's just say. There were no okay. standouts like we have seen in in dad's trips past where it was worth commenting on. And I thought that was interesting. It was interesting. Something else that I thought was interesting, given that I don't really care for this player, and it's not who you think, it's Evander Kane. So Evander Kane and Brady Kachuk went toe-to-toe in a fight. And I found my natural reaction being like, Kane, no, your hand is just back to normal. You can't be fighting somebody. You can't be throwing punches. Your hand is finally fixed. Are you crazy? You're going to like start get into a fight with Brady Kachuk? No way. Don't do it. Like my inner nurturing person. And then I was like, why am I trying to defend Kane? Because, like, he has some redeeming moments where he, like, does a lot of great things with, like, the kids who come to the games and, like, sick sick kids and he's a dad and, yeah, he might have issues with, like, gambling, but, like, is he that horrible? And then I'm, like, re- I'm questioning my thoughts and feelings towards him. And I was, like, I've got to just, i got to let it go. Yeah. Sometimes Did you, you feel the same way? Go. Did you have the same reaction? Um, no, but I saw his, so I ended up posting him on uh, Hunks of Hockey. Uh, I don't even know what it was. I had to turn the comments off on, on his photo because people were being mean to each other and I wasn't going to stand for people being mean to each other. Uh, so, but I was like looking it up and he's got like a new girlfriend or something that he's like sharing like his current kids with and he is expecting a, a child with her. Yeah. And I'm third, is this the third same, child. Is this the same lady, like the same girl? Because he's like saying, like, my partner, I'm so lucky to have this partner and this and that. And I'm like, I was like, no, this is someone different. But I was like, but he looks like he's such a good guy. Right. With like the, the with his new girlfriend and, and his kids. And I was like, you know what? Whatever happened, happened. Who am I? I'm not, I'm not going to judge you, but he, you know, people can redeem themselves. And sometimes you just got to let go. And sometimes you just need to keep your comments to yourself, people. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that was all for me, right? Me that was for night. me. That was Maybe. me to keep some of my comments to myself. <laughs> but sometimes someone made a comment on the Hunks page a couple of days ago. I think it was when this comes out. And it someone was also doing hate. And I'm probably going to turn the comments off uh, on this upcoming post. If it doesn't stop, I already deleted comments. So come on, people, get it together. You don't need to be fighting each other in the comment section. Only Ray and I can do that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but someone said, thanks for playing, Karen. <laughs> to which player? No, just to some girl in the comments because she oh. was making some like remark and she said, thanks for playing, Karen. That's pretty funny, though. It that made me laugh and I didn't I didn't delete it because it's like nothing no. bad really, but right. it, it made me laugh, but I, I didn't comment or anything on it. You guys can have your fun, but just don't be mean. Please don't be mean to each other. No name calling. And don't purposely hurt players on the ice either. That's bad. That's bad. Just be nice. I think I did a little name calling on this podcast. I think I've done a little name calling on this show. I should probably reel it in. (laughs) There you go. Have you shopped at Pure Hockey? They are America's largest hockey retailer with dozens of stores and the option to shop online. If you or any of your kids play hockey, Pure Hockey is the place to find just about all of your equipment, skates, sticks, gear, bags, jerseys, and accessories. Plus, Pure Hockey is one of our affiliate partners. Next time you break your hockey stick or your kid grows out of his skates, why not check out purehockey.com? While you are looking for hockey equipment, you can also browse around for merchandise from your favorite NHL team, you know who Breezy's and mine are, and make gift giving even easier for your hockey-loving friends and family. And do us a favor, use our special link for purehockey.com when you browse the site and make a purchase because we'll receive a small commission which helps me and Breezy create this podcast. Head to the episode's show notes for the special direct link to shop at purehockey.com. Do we have any Anywho. Puck of the Week nominations? Because I have one. Shoot, I didn't ask. That's um, okay, but what about you personally? You think about that now. Oh, you're, oh, you're ready. Okay, go ahead. Dustin Brown. I'm just going Dustin Brown. Dustin Brown, Adrian Kempe. I think those two took it uh, with Saturday Night's performance. Vladimir Tarasenko from the now New York Rangers is my uh, hunk of the week, just because the fact that he was able to score a goal on his first shot in a game as a Ranger. uh, Mm -hmm. Kudos to him. Yeah. And then you got to give it to uh, Panarin too, right? We're just going to go all Kings, all, all Rangers this episode. Okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. I think it's just deserved. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. This it was just deserved. It was very deserving. It I think matter. both work. Okay. I don't know. That's I fine. didn't major in English, so me neither. Heck, I didn't even get a degree. <laughs> doesn't matter these days. I think. Well, I didn't get to talk about the Laney Wilson concert. You need to talk about the Laney Wilson concert. I need to hear it. I I just love her so much. I you can talk to me all day about Laney. I was, I sent Breezy a voice memo because I was like aghast at the end of the concert. And I just like, didn't even have words. I didn't even say words. I just was like, (laughs) good, uh, so good, Um, good, amazing, great. She left me speechless. Her, yeah, her voice is unreal. 
she is such a talented vocalist and her mm-hmm. music on the radio does not do her vocals justice it does not in the least they make her mm-hmm. sound so basic on the radio with whatever however whatever they're doing in person she her voice is so good not a single note off key she interacted with every single fan she signs autographs with the fans in between songs while she's singing songs she's got the mic in her hand and she's signing autographs um she brought people up on the stage to sing with her there was a girl at a sign that was like I'll can I sing at a girl with you so she sang at a girl and then she brought the girl up and they sang the chorus together uh it was unbelievable I had the best did she bring time. her dog out no hippie <sighs> may did not come out and I was so sad but also I probably would have lost it if she had mm-hmm. so was good especially when he's wearing her jean jacket oh <gasps> so cute i know she's got I a little her. french bulldog everybody and her name is hippie may wilson mm-hmm. yeah she's she's unbelievable laney wilson is incredible i'm i was talking to some of the other people standing near me and i was like she's the next big star like she is the next miranda lambert and this this woman was like ah. and i was like really Okay, yeah. well, mm-hmm. you can have your opinion and I'm going to have mine, but uh, I guess, okay, I have a couple other, <laughs> I have so much to say, okay. You can say it, it's fine. We okay, already told I people will... that they could stop listening at this. This is just exactly. for you and I if we at this <laughs> point. <laughs> okay, so I got there with my girlfriend and mm-hmm. first of all, the venue I went to is a horrible venue. It is a is it? terrible venue. There, it's like a rectangle, a long rectangle, Mm -hmm. but the stage is on the long rectangle side. And then there's like an elevated stair. So the the space to the stage is is like inches. There's no room. There's no depth. So you can't see her. There's horrible views. And then there's a balcony upstairs. But if you didn't get there right away... you wouldn't get a seat, but I wouldn't want a seat anyway because I like to dance when I'm and stand when I'm at a concert. And then there's a railing around the upper balcony, but you can't see over the people who are in the front. So you just have yeah. to squish on the floor and you can only see from the side. So the venue mm. was awful. It was a it's a horribly laid out venue. Um, but you know, we made it work. So we squeezed in and could see her from the side. And uh, when I first got there, initial order of business was to secure merchandise. So we mm-hmm. went right up to the merch table and I was looking at all the merch and I start talking to the guy who runs the merch behind the table. And I'm like, do you have any of the Laney F and Wilson shirts left? My friend went to the concert <laughs> in, um, where were you again? Chico. Chico I was like she went to the Mm -hmm. concert in Chico last month and she got this shirt and he was like yeah we don't have any more of those we sold out but we have yellow ones left and I refuse to put them out for sale because they're horrible and I was like well who decided to make a yellow shirt he's like Lainey and I was like oh no Lainey that is not okay I would not wear that yellow shirt no (laughs) he's like I know that's why I did not uh put that out and then 
he was still talking to me and I was deciding what to get. And I was asking him about the other shirts you had and he's pulling them up mm-hmm. on the iPad and we're looking at them. And I was like, that's the one. It's like, do you have that one? And he's like, no, we sold out of that. And I was like, wait, where's that shirt? It was for like little kids. It's actually mm-hmm. really cute. It's in that like soft pink color that I'm sort of obsessed with. Um, it has like okay. a flower. I think it has a daisy on it. I think it's made mm-hmm. to look like a daisy, but it's only for little kids. I was like, where is that for the adults? Like I yeah. would wear that. And he's like, oh, it's just for kids. I didn't bring those out of the truck because this is an 18 and up show. And I was like, okay. He's like, but check back in case I go back to the truck. So I checked back at the end and he did not in fact bring those shirts out. And mm. while we were there, he pulls something out. I buy my shirt. I'm obviously I'm wearing the tour shirt, which I'm very happy with. And he pulls something out of his pocket. He's like, here, this is for you. And I was like, what? He gave me a pick, a guitar pick, the Stella Rosa guitar pick, uh, like for the tour. And I was like, did Lainey Wilson use this pick? And he was like, "Mm, yeah. I was like, you're telling me she touched this pick? And he's like, yep. I mean, I found it on the floor of the tour bus today. So yeah. And I was like, okay. I'm like, you give these to everybody, don't you? And he was like, well, I've only got two more left, so no. And I was like, okay, thank you. I feel wow. very special. My friend didn't get one of these when she was in Chico. I did not. I did not. So I have a pick from That's the tour. Cool. And I got That's one really cool. shirt. And I made it to her fan page on Instagram because I put a little you recap did. video together. I and was fangirling for you. Yeah. It was great. And my girlfriend who came with me, she didn't know her music. She knew some of the songs from the radio, but she didn't like know her music, but she mm-hmm. didn't care. She was, there's my phone again. Who's, why is my phone ringing in this hotel? Okay. So, um, your friend didn't know my train of thought. She, she didn't know her music and she was floored by her vocal ability like I was when we left she's like I did not know she was such a talented vocalist I respect her so much and the energy she brings and she dances around and yeah she talks to the audience she tells stories about the songs I didn't know she's funny she's hilarious she's self-deprecating she this guy printed out a life-size her face face. did you see that in the clip in the video Mm-hmm. He printed out this and he's holding it up and she's like, let me see that. She's like, I got a, you gone down and printed out my big old head. Now I've really got a big head and like whatever how she talks. She's like, I know I talk like I got whiskey soaked marbles in my mouth, but I'm, you know, and she's just, she's funny. She's funny. She's she funny. makes fun of herself and she's funny. I, sh- I want to be her she friend. Looks- She's She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Like when I saw her when she walked out, because like I wasn't expecting to see her that quickly. And all of a sudden he was like, You got it? And we're like, Yeah, I got it. He's like, Lady Wilson. And I was like, (laughs) Jaw dropped. I was like, Oh my God. Beautiful. She has a very symmetrical uh, face. Her features are very symmetrical. Um, But she's also just very beautiful. She's got a, Mm -hmm. she's beautiful inside out. You can feel it from her. If she's faking it, good on her, but I don't think so. I think she, I don't think there's faking it. I don't think she can fake a single thing. 
I don't My Lady so. Wilson, uh, Jack Daniels bottle with the Davies coming out back there. I love it. it. Did you see my little decor that I did? Yeah, I love it. Yep. She performed all I'll the songs first. I wanted to hear. Um, they she didn't actually encore because they went on late. They went on like a half no. hour late, so they just went straight into the encore, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it was amazing. I've been listening to her on repeat. I've been waiting to wear this shirt. I did not have a reason until like or a place I could finally today. Um, except I have to go to a work meeting, so I don't think I can wear this shirt. I gotta put on my professional boring clothes, but um it was everything. It was everything. And and Meg McCree and Ben Chapman. Ben Chapman. Chapman. Not uh, what, not your probably favorite, but talented, right? It's very talented, but I don't think their music is quite there yet. Ben yeah. Chapman had like one or two songs where I was like, oh, this is good. Like, this is the vibe. This could be on the radio. Mm-hmm. Some of them are not there. I mean, they're very good and it was they're just enjoyable. Really good, like, musicians. Like, yeah. like heavy guitar work. and Very talented. Yeah. But Meg is missing something. I really just think she should be in the in the Ben Chapman band. I don't think she should yeah. be a solo artist or she has to find her voice. She just hasn't found her her voice yet as far mm-hmm. as like her what she wants to say and how she wants to sound in music if that makes any yeah. sense. The one song that she wrote with Lainey was pretty good, but that was mm-hmm. like the I think it was like the last song she sang. Um but yeah, also, I agree. While they were performing, I was just more like, where are we going to stand? Because the venue was so horrible. So we were like, I got my merch and then my friend got a drink. And then we were like trying to assess where we were going to be and how we were going to stand and where we were going to sit. So I really wasn't listening to Meg, to be honest. Um, And then when we finally got situated, when Ben Chapman came on um, and then I was just like, okay, I'm done with you. Can you bring out Lane? I was like, okay. That's how I was. I was like, I was like, I already got teased enough with like seeing Lainey for like a half an hour, and then she left me. And then I'm like, here, and then I'm dealing with all these, yeah. And then I'm dealing with all these knuckleheads. Again, not the secret word. Dealing with all these knuckleheads around me, and I'm like, what is happening? Why are you guys wanting to fight? Like this is stupid. Right. People in Chico are weird. If you're in Chico, I'm really sorry. I'm not trying to categorize you, but you guys are kind of weird. Um. And then I'm like, God, you guys are taking forever. Like, I, where's Lainey? I just need to see Lainey. Right. And then I finally saw Lainey and then my whole world was fine. Exactly. There were some girls standing behind us who their friend worked at the venue and clearly got them in for free um, because the whole time during Lainey, they were yammering on about their life and they're screaming, right? Because there's live music. They're flirting with some guy. And it was like so disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, that's how the home. men were around me. Joking, you're too old to be here. Hey, buddy, what'd you do? Did you get enough almonds in the truck this week? And I'm like, we don't need to be talking about almonds here. Second of all, right. my cousin right here, is severely allergic to tree nuts and we can't even you can't be around us <laughs> you need to move she is allergic to you 
I have her EpiPens in my jacket pocket right now and I do not want to have to use them. <laughs> I know. It was, it was bad. It was so, it, and like, what are you doing? What, yeah. Like I paid an insane amount of money to come to this concert to hear her sing and not to hear you yammering in my <clears> ear behind me. It was bad enough that I was upset about the shitty venue and like not being able, it, like when you're in a small venue, Mm-hmm. you shouldn't have a bad seat in the house, right? Like right. Mm-hmm. she's up on the stage. If she's high enough, no matter how far deep the, the like the standing is, you can still see her, right? Like yeah. that's mm-hmm. what I was expecting. And then to have those people yammering on and the whole thing, but it was fine. I mean, I just tuned them out and I just sang louder off key to all the songs. And It's okay. That's okay. My venue was pretty crap too. Yeah, but you had good sight line. Yeah, it, it was smelled. Good. You said it smelled, and it was like it was an old movie theater. So right. they turned like the single like theater, which was huge. They turned that seat, but it was like an old, old, old one, like old, old red seats that were like basically like black. The paint was chipping off the ceiling, off so the you wall. had a seat. No. They only had seats in like the oh, back, right. which pe- people were sitting in. And then there was like a balcony, which I've never seen a balcony at a movie theater before, hmm, must be which real. is weird. But there was like seats in the balcony. And then you can see where they had like ripped the seats out from the floor because like you were stepping right. on it and the floor was sticky. The floor was like. Uh, Listen, I Stella Rosa, <laughs> Lainey deserves better than these venues. She sold she out does. her entire tour within like a, minutes, kind of. Get her a better venue next time, please. Thank you. Yeah. Also, those free vouchers that like they handed the VIP people, like you do got like free like drink vouchers for like mm-hmm. part of, like going to the thing. You had to go for me. You had to go upstairs, and they had two bars. They had one bar only serving beer. The other one was like the Stolarosa and White Claws. And you had, they're like, they only accept the tickets over there. So I was like, okay. And like, my cousin couldn't drink. She's on a medication. So she's like, well, you can just have like mine. Because I didn't want to go back upstairs. Because like, right. we had to sit for another. And then I was like, well, I don't want the Stella Rosa. Like, I don't necessarily like those like little sparkling wine cans. And I was like, oh, can I just get two like watermelon White Claws? And they're like, oh, those vouchers are only for the the Stella Rosa cans and I was like then why do you have White Claws here right why are you even allowed to sell the White Claws yeah. and I was like okay so you're telling me I have to pay for the White Claw and then I only get a free Stella Rosa they're like yeah and I was like well I guess I'll just take the free Stella Rosa like right anyway yeah you just pound pound two little wines and one and done I guess I guess so and then you had to go to the and then the bathroom situation I don't know if well, you had the bathroom there. I didn't. I made sure I had, to. I had to go to the bathroom because it was like, I had to wait a really long time. And I'm like, oh, Caitlin, I got to go to the bathroom. And she goes, I do too. So we had to go upstairs to the bathroom. Well, there was a one bathroom. There was a one stall bathroom on like the main level. And it was really, really bad. So then we had to go upstairs and there was a line. And it was probably like the size of like half the size of the bedroom I'm currently in. And there was like six stalls. The stall I went into, I kid you not, I had to have my shoulders like this. Like, I know I have broad shoulders, but like, come on. Yeah. 
I was like real squished. And I was like, how does one go to the bathroom in this stall? It was really bad. And then the door didn't, the door only opened up like this much because the door hit the sink. So I'm like oh, squeezing. <laughs> horrible. Sorry, everybody who, who, if you've stayed this far, I I, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. This is really just for us, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent concert. I'm, I'm so happy that you pointed out her like many, many months ago. You were like, I'm going to this. I love this singer. And I was like, what? Who is that? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I love that song. And then yeah. you were like, she's on tour. And then I was like, okay. And I've just been listening. I'm obsessed with her now. Obsessed. Yeah. And I, if we do end up going to Chico, we will be seeing her again. Well, not Chico, Sacramento. Mm-hmm. We will be seeing her again. Uh, along with a lot of other people so yeah yeah i think that's all all i got i think this is it folks until next week thanks for coming over to our house of hockey podcast and hanging out with us we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and in the meantime you can follow us on social media just look for house of hockey podcast we'll be back next week